emphasis this month is on fasting. There are lots of different ways to fast, lots of different benefits to doing those different fasts. My name is Rebecca. I'm here with Keto Sisters, and we are on a mission to help you find a healthier way of living that you love because we want you to love your life and live more abundantly, but we want you to also be healthy, right? It's really hard to enjoy life if you're not healthy. So we are trying to give you tips, tricks, and strategies for living a healthy life, but also enjoying your life. And one of the biggest tools that is in my personal tool belt for helping me live a life that I love and that I deserve is fasting. So today we're gonna focus on why you would wanna fast, what it can do for you. And then later on through the month, we'll talk about different types, durations, styles of fasting, um, some different rules or guidelines for fasting. But why do you want to fast? Because I'm telling you, the first time somebody mentioned fasting to me, actually, let me go way, way back. When I was a kid in elementary school, we as a family lived in Germany for four years. And I went to school on an American military base, but we actually lived in a German neighborhood. And so we got to be really good friends with our neighbors on one side. This lady, she was actually from Italy, but she spoke Italian, she spoke German, she spoke English, and she spoke, I think, two other different languages. But super, super nice lady. We still stay in contact with her and her family, but we lived next to her for four years. And she would do fasting for religious reasons. And that was something I'd never encountered before. I was just in elementary school. I thought that was a really strange thing to do. Like, why would you go without food? But she would abstain from food to really focus on prayer and Bible study. And so that was something as a kid I thought was really weird. But hey, you know, we were living in a different country. I just chalked it up to, well, she's different because she's not American. So fast forward several, several, several decades. And I was on my keto journey. I'd started by drinking ketones. So I'd started kind of diving into what are ketones really? How can I make, make my own ketones with my own body? And I came across the concept of fasting. It sounded terrible to me, honestly. I'm like, why would I want to go without food? I love food. <laughs> Give me a shout in the comments if you love food. And the thought of intentionally going without food for hours and hours or even days on end sounded miserable. Because I was a girl that ate breakfast, I ate lunch, I ate dinner, and liberally snacked in between. Food pretty much was on my mind all the time. We'd be finishing up one meal. I'm thinking ahead to the next. What am I going to eat? If I had tacos for lunch, maybe I'll have pizza for dinner. What can I have as a fun snack while I watch TV? Like my mind was literally consumed with thoughts of food. In the comments, is that you or was that you at some point? Do you find yourself thinking about food all the time while you're eating a meal? Are you planning the next? When you plan your vacations, do you plan it around food that you enjoy and going to a place where you really like certain restaurants? Do you feel me or is this just me? Am I alone? Love to see in the comments if that is you now or if that has ever been you. So about six and a half years ago, that was me. Like I said, I'd eat three meals a day, liberally snack in between. I, I was pretty active even back then. I was teaching a lot of fitness classes. And so I would keep snacks in my gym bag. I would keep snacks in my purse. I would keep snacks in my car. Like if I wasn't eating, I was thinking about eating. And sometimes I would like grab a soda. I'm like, I need more energy. I need a soda. I need some candy. Like whatever I could get to give me that hit of energy, I was all about it. So when people were saying, hey, have you ever thought about fasting? That can really increase your ketone levels. I was interested in higher ketone levels, not so interested in doing without food. But I was drinking my ketones and I'd noticed with ketones in my body, I wasn't quite as consumed with thoughts of food. I didn't always have those cravings that I was fighting. 
my appetite seemed more under control. So I thought, oh, I don't know about this. It sounds really hard, but I'm going to try it. So I started pushing my non-eating window, meaning I would just try to go longer in the morning before I ate my first meal of the day. And at night, I would try to cut off eating earlier. I know a lot of people sometimes have a rule. I don't eat it after 7 p.m. To me, that's not very realistic because I do a lot of my social activities at night. I like to go out to dinner. I like to meet my daughter for dinner. We met her last night. So not eating after seven, that wasn't a great plan for me. But guess what? I'm usually in a hurry in the morning. The thought of giving up breakfast and planning for breakfast and trying to have food for breakfast, that was appealing to me, not because I don't like food, but because I didn't like the hassle of planning for food in the morning. That's how I got started. I just started by not eating as early during the day. If I would normally eat lunch at 11, I tried to push it to 11, 30, 12, 1. And I just gradually did that. And over time and with drinking ketones, it became pretty standard for me to not eat lunch until two. So that's kind of how I eased myself into it. And because of that, because of restricting the times in which I eat, I find I have a lot more flexibility in actually what I eat. So for me, it's more important for me to get to eat the things that I enjoy than it is to eat all day long. In fact, giving up eating all day long freed up so much of my mental space and so much of my time. I wasn't preparing food or going through a drive through or cleaning up after food all day long. So I love the freedom of having that more time in my day because my thoughts and my time not consumed with food. But other than that time freedom, what other benefits do you get from fasting? What's also huge for me is being free mentally like not having every waking moment consumed with thoughts of food. Think of how much brain power that releases for the rest of your life, how much more focus you can have on the things that you want to focus on instead of being consumed with thoughts of food. And knowing that I have that control over my appetite and I have control over food instead of food controlling me. That's huge for me. What's also huge for me is having a little bit more freedom in what I eat. People are sometimes surprised. They're like, Rebecca, you're one of the founders of Keto Sisters. You're always talking about ketones. But I see you at a pizza restaurant and I see you at a chicken restaurant and I see you going to Taco Tuesday and they can't seem to reconcile that. Well, that's because here at Keto Sisters, we help people find their real life keto fit. You don't necessarily have to eat a strict keto diet. I don't want to eat a strict keto diet. I love pizza and I'm talking about regular pizza, not fathead crust pizza, not cauliflower crust pizza. I like regular pizza, but by using fasting, I do have that freedom to eat a little more things that are higher carb than someone who's doing strict keto. So that's something that I really love about fasting. But did you know that fasting really has a lot of actual physical benefits other than allowing me to eat things, you know, that are a little less keto and other than just giving me more freedom in my day, it's actually helping me be healthier. How? Well, it does a lot of different things. So one thing that happens is when you aren't feeding your body 24 seven, you give your GI system a chance to rest. Most Americans, they're eating 14, 15 times a day. Their GI system never has a chance to rest, never has a chance to reset, right? So when you're fasting and you're limiting the window in which you eat food, you're not constantly digesting food. You're giving your GI system a chance to relax and reset. It can also reset your metabolism. It can also actually increase the level of ketones in your body. Even if you're eating a strict keto diet by incorporating fasting, you can get higher levels of ketones. You're training your body to be a more efficient fat burner. Who doesn't want to burn more fat? 
I don't know anybody who doesn't want to burn more fat. So by fasting, you can increase your body's ability to burn your own fat for fuel. Because when you're not feeding yourself actual food, your body still needs energy. Guess what? Fat is, fat is stored energy. So you are literally training your body to take your deposits of fat, burn it up and use it as fuel. The byproduct of metabolizing your fat is ketones. So you're getting ketones endogenously. That's a big word. You are literally making ketones with your body. Better focus, better mood, better long-lasting energy, better sleep, better skin, better digestion. Just think of the word better and associate that with ketones because that's what's happening. Now you can get ketones in a drink, but training your body to make ketones, how cool is that? It's like when I had babies, I wanted to breastfeed because I thought it was better for my kids. And guess what? It's free. I literally made the food for my kids. Now we would also buy formula for when we were traveling or out and about, or if my husband was home with the kids and I hated paying for it because I'm like, I got the good stuff. I'm making it myself. That's how you can be with ketones. Yes, I drink ketones that I buy, but my body also makes ketones. And by fasting, I'm training my body to make more ketones. Also, when you're giving your GI system a rest, you're resetting your GI system. You're also resetting your metabolism. You are actually decreasing the control that food has over you. Actually, there's evidence that fasting can lead to longevity. It can actually help you have a longer lifespan. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving medical advice. Fasting is not always advised for people like you're pregnant or if you have to take certain medications and you need food. If you're an uncontrolled diabetic, there are certain issues that you may have that might make fasting not an option for you. So we always recommend check with your physician, let them know what you're planning to do and make sure that they sign off on it. But when you're fasting and you're not putting food in your body, it helps your cells turn over. What does that mean? It helps your body sort of detox, get rid of those broken cells get rid of those cells that are just kind of outdated and they need to go, right? So it's autophagy. It's getting those cells and getting them out of your body. So if you see my computer screen back here, I've actually turned off my computer. What happens when you do that? Have you ever noticed if you turn your computer down and then a little bit later you turn it back on or you restart it, that it's working better, right? It's clearing out all those files that you had open, all those cookies that are out there, all of that stuff works better when you shut it down occasionally. Same thing with your phone. If you notice that your cell phone's not working very well, shut it down and restart it. It's magical. Whenever I'm having a computer or a telephone problem, my husband John's like, how long has it been since you shut that down? And I'm always like, oh, it's been a while, right? So the human body's kind of like that. If you're keeping your GI system always working, always focusing on digestion, right? You never give it a break. You never give your body a chance to kind of reset clear out all those old damaged cells so that you can have more healthy new ones. And that process of autophagy, of getting rid of those old, broken, damaged cells, that's what helps you lead to a longer, healthier life, right? So consider fasting a tactic or strategy for anti-aging. Yeah. Well, what does that look like? In the coming weeks, we'll examine different types of fasting. We'll examine some longer fast, some cyclical fasting. Basically, you want to fast if you're doing intermittent fasting for a day at least 16 hours. Women can sometimes get away with 14, but when you get into that 18, 24 hour fast, that's when you're kind of hitting that sweet spot. You're really increasing autophagy and you're starting to get into the, all those benefits that we've discussed. Also, there's evidence that shows that even after you break your fast, you started eating again for a couple of days after, when they've tracked people and their eating habits, they tend to eat about 30% less on the days following a fast. 
like that blows my mind because in the past, if you had asked me if I went out went without food for a while, what would happen when I started eating? I would think about gorging myself, right? That's what I would think would happen. But when you're breaking food's control over you, you're training your body. Hey, we can go in and out of these fasting states. We can break down my own fat for fuel. It gets more efficient at doing that. It gets more familiar with it. You're building those habits. You're building kind of that memory in your body. It just gets easier. And then when you come out of that fast, you're not going to feel ravenous. You're not going to just start inhaling everything. So if you're interested in fasting and the benefits that it can provide, reach out to us. Give us a comment here. We have thought about before maybe doing a fasting challenge where we kind of teach people how to adjust their eating and non-eating windows. What do you need to do as far as electrolytes and hydration and how much can you eat or drink and is there a sweet spot as far as calories? Should you just do straight water? What about something called an egg fast? Like we've thought about doing a challenge where we cover all of that. So if that's something that's interesting to you and you think that would be a good idea, would love to see that in the comments. Maybe we can create some programming around that, maybe do a fun challenge. But for now, just thinking about all the different benefits that you can get by fasting. And then in the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about the different types and how you can start incorporating this as a tool in your lifestyle. All right, that's it for now. Go create a better life. We hope you enjoyed watching that video as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did, give us a thumbs up. Also, check out these other great videos we've made for you. And if you want more of that great keto content, be sure to subscribe to our channel and hit that bell so that you get notified of all of our new videos.